Today is March 22nd. The Yankees have won their first spring training game. They traded Voigt. They did not land Correa or Story. The team is seemingly put together. So let's talk about them, I guess. Let's talk some Yankees baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Producer BBD in the corner, coming to you from the DraftKings Studios here in Manhattan. And we got a lot of stuff to recap. It's our first show post Arizona trip. Uh, the shortstop situation has been uh, taken care of across the league. The Yankees got their guy. They got their guy. They're saying that. Other teams got their guys, and then Voigt gets traded, and games have started. We got a lot to discuss, Jake. How much better does this feel than when we were doing nothing two weeks ago? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. I got the chat popped. What's up, Talking Yanks chat? Uh, this is good, and this is like kind of a first real episode, like breaking news episodes. Those kind of aren't real episodes. They're awesome. They're awesome. They're awesome. You know, you're digesting so much. You're emotional. You're processing. You're processing. Um, and then, yeah, we're we're out in Arizona. Baseball came back on the plane. We're signing guys. We're trading. We're, we're doing it all. And here we are, yeah. I mean, Tuesday, March 22nd, I saw tweets today about lining up the rotation. Like, put that in my veins. Uh, all about it. Big week, big blitz ball game last night. Might have a little something, something for you guys tomorrow. It's a big week. It's so a big week. I'm excited to talk some Yanks with you. I think it's kind of funny. Like we, we've been so caught up in everything. We were close to doing a Voight reaction, and then we were like, "Well, is there going to be a follow up action to the reaction?" And there, there wasn't. So here we are. And uh, yeah, man, I'm. I'm excited to get into it. My guy Mark Kunzman's in the chat. Shout out from Atlanta. So, it's a good day. It is a good day. How are you doing? Well, I just did some rotation scouting, counting. Oh, I think I think Cole should start tomorrow against the Orioles. Then on the 27th against the Pirates. Then on the 1st against the Tigers. And then opening day. So... I just lined up Cole Spring. He's Perfect. starting tomorrow. If he doesn't, put your shoulders up and be nervous about rain or injury or something. Or nothing. It's spring training. That's that's still the tricky part for me. Like, Hicksy hit a nice double the other day, and I was like, okay. Ah. Well, but for starting pitchers, like, they got to get games in. Yeah, you got to start getting built up. Who knows what Cole's about? I mean, he kind of gets to set his own thing, and I know we've had a ton of ton of conversations on here before about getting that, like, six-day rest before the start. Sometimes he does that. Other times he hates it. So, But the fact we're getting, getting to talk about that, that means we're close, people. We're really close. Yes. Baseball. Three Cole starts out. That's like four weeks or three and a half weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's round out the offseason because we do need to talk about it a little bit, and maybe there's more moves to come, maybe not. I am a little, like, I, I'm i ready to just start talking about the 2022 Yankees uh, and 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 not the offseason because the offseason is not a fun conversation, and then I can trick myself into having a fun conversation. When's opening day? The 7th? The 7th. Yeah, we're... We're like two and a half weeks from opening day. Yeah. Holy cow. Yes, very close. Uh, but let's let's wrap up the, the, the off-season conversation, which aren't the most fun to have, and they're brought to you by SeatGeek. And that's not SeatGeek's fault that they're sponsoring a not-fun-to-have conversation. I think it's a fun section. I would, I'm taking that back from you. All right. Well, my opinion, not fun. Uh, Yankees have games. Mm. Seats are available to sit in and watch them play as well as a lot of other teams, sports, venues, arenas, events. 
And SeatGeek can sell you tickets to all of them, and you can use code YANKS for $20 off at SeatGeek. Use the app. They make it super easy. They rate every ticket 0 to 10. Green means good. Red means bad. Code YANKS for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. Have at it. SeatGeek. Yankees got their guy in Kiner Falefa. The Twins got their guy in Correa. The Red Sox got their guy in Story. That's how it crumbled the short so we're doing landscape. short stops first yeah i think it's okay. kind of quick we just get over get over it yeah i mean we we did our whole ikf thing so maybe we'll finish there uh correa's the big surprise uh correa signs a three-year deal what was it 103 mil something like that 105 mil 35 uh, a year which sets the record for Per year. Per year. And, you know, we're talking baseball, we talked about it. Uh, the Correa thing always smelled a little fishy while those other guys were getting their contracts. Uh, Correa was chilling and waiting, and then he changed agencies that it it seemed like it was going to be better for him to, to kind of tap out and go at this differently, and he did. I just didn't think it was going to be the Minnesota Twins. There was a lot of other fan bases, some pretty big-money teams, Phillies, uh, even going back to Houston, St. Louis, like there's a lot of different rumors. The Cubbies a little bit. Um, and Carlos Correa lands with the Minnesota Twins. So, hey, good for the Twins. I mean, they they get Carlos Correa, who everyone thought was going to get a $300, $350 million contract this offseason. Uh, and the Yankees don't get him. And uh, it's, it's a really weird feeling. And it's one of those... You know, we, as Talking Yanks has grown and we've lived on Twitter and we've seen the new evolution of the next generation of Yankee fans, you know, there's people that call Hal cheap and and everything like that. I mean, with the opt-outs and especially with, because at the end of the day, the Yankees believe in their minor league prospects. We think it's Volpe. There's still some people... There's people within the Yanks that are big Peraza guys, so we'll see what goes on there. The Yankees believe in their young shortstop. That's fine, but you could have got Carlos Correa with opt-outs every year, and like that would have been fine. I so, don't think they wanted Correa because of personal reasons. I think they were out. I mean, I talked to one player that was in the 2017 Yankees that said if Cashman brings Correa to the Yankees, right. I... Will like he was like irate. He's like I will be. He he was the bad guy. He said I will go on a Twitter spree, just like shit talking the entire Yankees organization if they bring that guy to the clubhouse. So who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe Cashman takes the pulse of the locker room, and there's other players that have that same sentiment. Some pride there. Some pride, like absolutely fucking not. Is yeah. that guy going to be my teammate? Who know? I I don't know, but I know one guy I talked to who said that. Sure, he was like I will be irate if he is a Yankee. So maybe maybe they were out on that. I still don't know why they're out on story then. We know they wanted Falefa. Well, it's the commitment. Bad. It's the commitment. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. They weren't willing to commit years because I think they do believe in their guys. And they weren't willing to, you know, give someone, give a Correa, give a story that kind of money for that amount of years to then think that they have a future guy on the way and they paid DJ last year and they're going to try to pay judge. So there's, you know, I, I know there's a lot of talk about it and the Cashman quote comes out yesterday that this is the, the highest payroll in Yankees history. And that, that makes Yankees fans even more mad almost. Cause there's, <laughs> there's more room to go if they, <laughs> they want. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it well, seems the, like we've landed there at least at the shortstop position. And the, the other part about the story thing was and this was just rumors on Twitter and but people like reporters were reporting he was open to a Korea contract construction with like short term opt outs who was people like there were reports of that after cuz he signed the day after the Korea thing or like he's open to that conversation where so it was reason to be frust- even more frustrated about it anyway even though he has ability to move to other positions whatever so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. I, yeah, there at least were tweets about it. I get it if people are mad. We heard the Ranger, the Red Sox for story was a likely a while ago. Karabish tweeted out a picture of him and story together, and that's his shy way of breaking news without breaking it. Like, five, like I think it was the Red Sox for the last two weeks, and 
I didn't believe anything else that was said because that was kind of what people were saying. It's the Red Sox. Yeah, it, and it, it goes back to what we talked about. And uh, I think, you know, if you go check out our vlogs from spring training, you see a, a sad Dan Rourke trying to get the message across. The Yankees landed in an area, and again, you can make sense of it pretty easily. Um, with I, They believe in their young shortstop prospects. Uh, they got Donaldson. They think IKF can be a stopgap. Um, and maybe be good or maybe pivot to another role. Yeah, just it just always felt like there were different options on the table, easier paths to kind of greater success or more likely success. Um, because, man, when you look around the rest of the AL East, <laughs> I mean, Matt Chapman joined the Blue Jays. Uh, that guy's a stud. Trevor Story joined the Red Sox. The Yankees swapped out some pieces, and I think you can say the team is upgraded in some ways. Uh, but you don't, you can't like slam the table and say like this team's going to be better. They currently don't have a catcher, and they traded for Ben Rortvet, Rortvet, knowing he had an oblique injury. And you're telling me, yeah, that that's was part of the plan that they wanted him to be a platoon. I still don't buy it. I think it is what it is. Like, I think that's happening. I don't right. think they're going to get another catcher. But the plan could not have been to trade for a Ben Rorfett with an oblique injury. Because basically then you're saying Higgy's the starter. That couldn't have been the plan either. So there's... They wanted Kiner Falefa so bad, they said, fine, we'll eat JD's contract and we'll make him our third baseman. That's somewhat of a wash, but we're taking on the salary, but our 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 fan base will love it because we're spending money. Whatever. It wasn't the plan. They wanted Kiner Falefa so much, they did that. And they wanted Kiner Falefa so much, they now have a platoon of Higgy and no one at catcher to start the season. But stop saying it was the plan. Those were fallbacks because that's how badly you wanted Kiner Fleffa. So he has pressure on him. And then Volpe down the line has too much pressure on him already. So you're really, you could have got a stud. Well, and that's, that's where I don't think there's, I don't think there's pressure on, on Kiner Fleffa because I, I think it's a stopgap. Like I, I think, I think he became the Yankee solution by default. Like when we talked around baseball, they wanted the stopgap with the Texas Rangers putting their chips all in. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, in college football or college basketball, they call it the coaching carousel. Like, you know, oh, well, the the football coach at South Carolina did really well. So he just got the job at Michigan. Oh, the South Carolina job came open. Oh, well, the Iowa State coach just did really well. He's going there. Like, I think IKF and the Yankees, they've wanted the defensive shortstop. Like, remember all the Andrelton Simmons conversations we've had before? IKF has a chance to be that level of a defensive shortstop. Hey, maybe the Hardo defensive guy got more of a voice in the Yankees' room, and they're saying we're going all defense at catcher and shortstop. I don't fully believe that. Uh, I do think the Yanks, the Yanks have to bring in another catcher. When you mentioned the Rortvet injury, um, you know, even these veteran guys that we, like I tell you, we wouldn't be in love with, and I say this in a nice way, like Drew Butera, a longtime defensive stud catcher, tons of years in the league. Our guy Trevor Plouffe on Talking Baseball loves him. We've interviewed him. Like that guy plays Major League Baseball and has played a lot of Major League innings. Steven Vogt, Wilson Ramos, like is it one of those guys? Or is the A's trade still on the table? We're still hearing some whispers on that. I think as Yankee fans, we're a little gun-shy right now. I'll be completely honest with you. Everyone's been talking about this shortstop crop online for about six months to six years. That, now I think we're shy to put it out there like, oh, the Oakland thing's got to happen. It's got to happen. Go get Murphy. Go get Mania. Because um, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to happen. And it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem highly likely. It's still very possible. I've definitely come to grips with this is the team that the Yankees could roll with into the season. And, you know, I, I did my Jakey. Does you have? Mean? Yeah, I. but I think that means a couple things because Cashman and his crew have shown they're not willing. They set their price 
and you either you're in or you're out. They kind of don't adjust. They do have a little bit of a don't negotiate with terrorists in them. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think the Yankees, yes, they'd be willing to roll with this for two months. I think they're playing a game of chicken in trade talks right now. And then if things get really bad, then they'll address it via trade. As we've gone through a lot of the teams, there's not a lot of teams selling right now. But how about, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates who went out and they got they got their catcher this year. Um, who'd they pay $5 million to? Perez? Uh, yes, Roberto Perez. Like, the Pirates aren't going to trade Roberto Perez right now. But in two months, maybe they do. So that's where I I am coming to grips with. If this is the Yankees roster, it is going to be what it is for a couple months. Let's feel things out. Who is everyone? And then if you got to make moves, which I think you do, that's when they're going to be willing to do that. So we'll see. Not ruling out the Oakland trade at all. There's really not a lot of other stuff out there, though. Chapman just signed an extension with the Blue Jays. Two years, 25 mil. So they just bought out his I think arm. just bought yeah, out his arm. Bought out yeah. his arm. Okay. Yeah, passing that. I had the follow-up tweet a second ago saying, like, doesn't change his free agency status at all. Bought mm-hmm. out his arm. Beers. Cool. Big boy in the chat. This is where I'm going to get frustrated. Saying From you guys, Atlanta? Are, you guys are just yes men when we're sitting here saying how awful the offseason was. Yeah. So I don't understand what you're listening to. I'm a yes man. Yes. I'm about... To convince myself to be a yes man. But no, I don't think this was a great offseason. We'll see. They had they had a chance to get guys who are proven at the major league level, and they're still banking on upside when it just didn't need to be part of the plan at all. Yeah. It, the most like positive spin I can think of is like feels like they plugged some holes and are maybe marginally better but the other teams around them all got way better and they could have also gotten way better other teams went out and got story correa chapman olsen the yankees could have got any of those guys and they chose to bank on kiner fluffa's upside and then the prospects which by the way never mind like pitching oh yeah supposedly they they gave verlander a deal for 25 mil which you would think means they they know they need more pitching, and now there's nothing. Yeah, they want another. Hopefully, they're still starter. trying on a trade, but like it doesn't seem like it. I think this is the roster, which they don't have catchers right now. Yeah. Do you know what catcher has gotten the most at bats in spring? Rob Brantley. He is tied for uh, second. Love Rob Brantley. Higgy and David Freitas. Hmm. Tied for first. Mm. Freitas hit a home run. 33-year-old journeyman, Kratzy-style catcher. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. He's got a couple at-bats in the show, right? Shouldn't be the number two. Huge. Um, Yeah, man. uh, There's still a little bit of this speedy offseason left. We'll see if there's something else. There very well could be. Um you know, if you, I mean, right now what we have is two guys in the lineup who aren't great hitters. Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, he could be an okay contact guy. He might be able to hit 270, 280. The OPS, it's never been in the sevens, uh, which is kind of a new standard, you know, uh, kind of a standard metric for, for measuring baseball guys. The catchers have never done it. So, yeah, it's just, it's a really weird mindset to say, okay, there's two guys in the lineup now that you can basically lock in aren't big-time hitters. They're they're not really going to have a breakthrough stud hitting season. Um, and then, you know, you start climbing back up the lineup. Hicks has been out a while. If he's healthy, is he good? What does Glaber look like this year? Um and that's before you get to the meat and potatoes of the lineup. Oh. Right now, is DJ LeMahieu on the bench for opening day? Are they going back to that dream of him as the super util? I don't know. I mean, that uh, part of me would love having a super util because you start penciling yourself in for injuries and stuff like that. But you want a super util when you have two spot, like when you have a stacked lineup. 
Like, you'd love that guy if you were the Dodgers. And it's like, oh, well, A.J. Pollock got hurt. Gavin Lux, you're in. But the Yankees don't really have that. Nope. And uh, right now their bench is listed as Higgy, DJ, Andujar, and Tilo. It's not a complete roster. Where's Brett Gardner? Brett Gardner's still got to come. Hey, what's going on with that? Like, he should be... He's waiting for the Oakland trade. Oh, you think so? You think... I mean, why else? They can clear a spot, a 40-man spot in that. Why isn't Brett Gardner with the Yankees right now? And who's the backup shortstop? Because it's not Glaber. Everything that Boone has been asked... So, the... The... The, uh... The media, they're smart. Right. They know the questions to ask Boone that he doesn't have answers to. Hmm. So then he has to bullshit an answer. And then they get to print that bullshit answer. And then everyone overreacts. Who's your starting third baseman? Right now, it's Gio Urshela. Bam. Traded. Who's your first baseman? Who's your starting first baseman? It's Luke Voigt. Bam. Traded. Who's your backup center fielder? It's Judge. Bam. That shouldn't happen. Who's your backup shortstop? It's Glaber. Bam. That shouldn't happen. So we'll see if they happen or not, but... And everyone's also dreaming about, because Kiner Falefa can catch, like, oh, it's great to have him as an emergency third catcher. They don't have a backup shortstop right now, so I can't even pretend to live that dream. Yeah, They do not not have a backup shortstop. Because the whole thing with Glaber is he's done there. They've got to do something. They have, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they are, but they they have to. Andujar and Locastro both have options on the bench. It's just not a complete. It doesn't feel like a complete team. Yeah. And the, maybe the backup shortstop's going to be Jose Peraza. We're seeing a lot of run in spring. Jose, not Oswald, the prospect. But he's also playing a lot of third in the spring game, so it feels like not something they're thinking about. I know I'm cynical on prospects, but, like, they're putting and – I, and I hope that these guys are studs, but they're putting so much – pressure on these prospects and the fan base is expecting so much big things. Like I, I feel like I, I got to remind the fan base that if Volpe has the career of Eduardo Nunez, it's a win. He had a 10 year career with above average war yeah. as a shortstop. That's a win. He panned out. Yes, he did. Yeah, I don't think that's a great comparison. Nunez ended up with a 0.2 career war, and he was never a These top These kids prospect. could end up not getting past Arb. I think Greg is, Bird is out. Ref Snyder's out. Yeah, I think Volpe's a, a top 10 MLB prospect. It's a little different. We've had the... I just read a, a whole different. article on the percentage of top 10 prospects and if they reach free agency and get paid, and it's like 50% do. Right. It's still a coin flip. Yeah, I'm not going to Eduardo Nunez the kid. He's a uh, top 10 prospects a little different. Uh, but I get, it, but it it's just, not it's not much more than that. It's just with the Yankees resources and how you can manage it. There's different ways to go about it, right? Like they could have, you know, Trevor Story is going to be playing second base for the Red Sox. Like Trevor Story there was rumors he could play outfield. If if Volpe the kid Ends up being ready. He's tearing up AAA. He's ready for the call. Could Story have kicked out to another position? If Hicks got hurt, could Story have gone to center and Volpe played shortstop? Like, it, it just feels like there's a lot of different ways that you could line up a kid to get ready for the show. And I don't know. I don't know. Hey, maybe, they, maybe they're drinking the IKF Kool-Aid and he's going to be the guy for two years. And, and we've got that wrong. I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem like the easiest path of resistance. Yeah, it's uh, I, there's, there's still like a while away, uh, unless the Yankees change their philosophy on things. They haven't played in Double A. Volpe hasn't played in Double A, correct? So like, it's too much for me. We should not be screaming a kid who hasn't taken that bat in Double A's name before the season. Be a stud if you are, kid. Rooting for him, obviously. It's, Be Roman it's not, ready. Not coming at that. I'm just saying, like, it's just crazy to put that much where I don't really understand or believe any of what it. What have we been saying about Cheetah 25 years ago? That is the exception, not the rule. Hopefully Volpe's an exception. You're doing what I don't want anyone to do. That's 
bullshit. Don't Go compare, get your Roman. Don't compare him to Jeter. I'm not. I'm hoping he is. I hope every prospect is. But they're not. Not well, all of them are Roman ready, man. Yeah, if you want to be Roman ready, go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks. They will uh, set you up with a licensed U.S. professional to talk about your situation. If you got ED, that's fine. It's way more common than you think. 52% of men between ages of 40 and 70 will experience it. Benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner and rediscover the joy mm. of sex. Jake's third autobiography. Mm. The old man version of you. It's a good read. Yes. Uh, Roman system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on the packages. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. Whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today and connect with the U.S. licensed healthcare professional. Take care of it. GetRoman.com slash Yanks today. If you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready. Have a confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. Done. Roman. Dun, dun, dun. Um, goodbye, Luke Voigt. Goodbye to Luke Voigt. He's going to go to Slam Diego and mash for him. Mm. Uh. Traded for a high A guy who can throw fast uh, out of, did he go to college or is he high school? High school to the minors. High school guy, Justin Lang or Lange. I think it's Lang. It's got to be Lang. Langer. Uh, was a first round pick, I think 34th overall. I think he hit 102 in high school or something like that. Uh, kid could supposedly really chuck it. Uh, you want to talk some stats? How about rookie ball, babe, in 2021? 22 innings, 29 strikeouts, a 6.95 ERA. He's <laughs> walked a ton of guys, too. Uh, they're betting on a guy with a, a golden arm and seeing what they can turn it into. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they. I think everyone was getting excited because there was some Yankees-Padres rumors lurking. You know, we saw the tweets from Sherman and some different guys that, you know, these teams were having conversations. Yankee fans were looking at the Padres roster and like, okay, they actually, they have a little bit of catcher depth. Is this going to be it? Um, you know, I know, I think people started baseball savant guys in the Padres pen. Uh, they go get a prospect and, and this is where you can start talking to yourself again. You know, when we started eyeing Oakland A's trades, we've talked about how they don't want to take on someone like Luke Voigt's money at all. That that does nothing for them. Here, they get a somewhat legitimate prospect. Young kid, throws really hard, 6'4", 220, first-round pick. And could he be an asset in a trade? Or can the Yankees replenish their farm system if and when they go to make another trade? Uh, and that's pretty much what it was. And hey, Luke Voigt... Another, how about this? Another Yankee, ex Yankee, that I think Yankee fans will be rooting for in their new environment. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was weird that he got traded off the Yankees. He said it was a relief. Yeah. Obviously, you get it. They've been trying to trade him for a while, but it's like that shouldn't be the situation. And, you know, if Stanton or Judge were lefty and Voigt was a touch better on D. And Stanton wasn't clogging the DH. Yeah. He's around because he's a plus bat when he's healthy. There's if no Luke reason to trade him. Lefty. If Luke Voigt was lefty, he got traded because it was a redundancy, uh, not because he's bad at hitting. It's just they needed lefty in the, in the, they needed Rizzo is probably a downgrade offensively, but he brings a new approach. He brings balance to lineup. He's an upgrade on defense. And Rizzo. Well, our PPP hasn't come out yet. We did a P we already recorded mm. our PPP on Rizzo. He plays a lot. He is not yeah. missing games due to health like Voigt has. So that's why the the trade is there. But if just like offensively, I think Voigt went healthy is better than Rizzo moving forward. Voigt fucking mashes. So Yeah, go. We'll get you ready for the Rizzo PPP when it comes out. I, I think there's a definite discussion there. Like, I, I guess on the whole, could Anthony Rizzo have a better year than Luke Voigt next year? Absolutely. Um, 
could Luke Voigt have a better year than Anthony Rizzo? Also, absolutely. So, yeah, it uh, it became the word you you keep using, which is right, is redundancy. Uh, we had all these slow mashing righties that took pitches, swung hard, ran slow, and it uh, yeah, it became a, a tough product to watch. So Rizzo, Rizzo changed that. The writing was on the wall for Voigt. And it, uh, it was tough because, you know, a lot of good memories there. And I know, like, there's also this part of, of Yankees fandom that's like, wait, we're really going nuts for Gio Urshela or Luke Voigt leaving the team? Uh, yeah. Luke Voigt led the league in homers during the COVID season. That's always going to be a crazy special memory to me. Gio Urshela, cute as hell, both ways, third base. You know that's what daddy likes. Read the book. Read the sex book. The joy of sex. Both ways. Um... So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> kind of nuts. Another Yankee gone that kind of just hope he continues to be good and almost burns us a little bit. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. I'm trying to find a stats here because okay. they keep saying, yes, network said, like they asked Boone a question like, oh, the plan was to get uh, more athletic and faster. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah. But like. Did they do it? If they did it, it's so marginally, but they're... It's only IKF. Yeah. And, and a full season of but Gallo. But he's not... He's faster. He's fast. He was 75th percentile speed-wise. That's not fast. At. It's fast. You got to be in the top 100 in the league to be considered a fast baseball player. I mean, what's what's top 70 or top 25%? I don't know. Math company. 25 times 30. PBD, you're my math guy. You should take out the pitchers. Gets tricky. Yeah. But how, many, how, many, how many baseball players are there? It's at, like you're saying, it's at one position. One position. So I'm trying to find out, like, extra bases taken. Like, Gio Urshela last year. Took the extra base 27% of the time. Josh Donaldson took it 36% of the time. On the baseball savant sprint speed rankings, Isaiah Kiner for left is 178th for people around him. Adam Eaton is one above him. Tim Anderson is three above him. So that's kind of the range we're, we're in. Willie Adamas is 10 above. Jake Caves below. So again, not, a, not one of the... For our eyes, IKF is going to be fast. He's going to be by far the fastest Yankee. Luke Voigt took the extra base 19% of the time last year. Uh, 28% of the time in his career. Mm. Maybe with the slowest runner we've ever seen. That isn't wildly overweight. Yeah, I don't. You can't do it. I don't talk about that anymore. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. So, so, okay, at third base, we went from 27% with, with Gio extra base to 36. So we've upgraded there. Sure. So maybe the word is like better base running, not like necessarily like faster because they're like similar speed, just more aggressive. Luke Voigt, 19% of the time he took the extra base. Anthony Rizzo, um, 37% of the time he took the extra base and he's career 35. So like, again, marginally faster, but just a more aggressive base runner. Yeah. I'm not going to fully drink. Drink the Kool-Aid on any of it. I mean, Rizzo is turning 33 this year. He was 19th in sprint speed, sprint speed last year. That's Don, what Donaldson was 12th percentile. That's what I'm saying, but, but we had guys that were slow and just never even attempt. They, we played station-to-station baseball. Yeah. So maybe we're not faster, but we're just going to take an extra base here and there. They, they never did. Yeah, but maybe you get out more on the base. Like, I, I don't know. No, like, I'm – I think – IKF has more speed than last year's Yankees lineups. Um, that being said, they, the the speed athleticism hasn't hasn't been upgraded. Hopefully, we're just not station to station anymore. It's higher on the leaderboard than Greg Allen. They've been speed. they've been running in spring. Huge. They did a, they did a little league double steal. Yeah. Uh, first and third. It's great. 
That rounds out the, do you want, I mean, they got a high A pitcher back from, for Voight. I don't, well, if we hear his name later on, that's cool. Goodbye, Luke Voight. Goodbye to you. Can we flip the page and start doing like exciting spring talk? Let's do it. If there's another move, we'll talk about it. Otherwise, like I, I got to. Let's start making some bets, dude. I got to put my brain into a better spot. Let's go. Moving forward. Let's go. Do it. Falefa's hitting the ball. Yeah. Making contact. Oh, I'd yeah. bet on him. Speedy as shit. Who would you bet on to hit a home run in uh, opening day? Uh, besides Judge. Yeah, we normally go Judge for the opening day. Yacker. Um, I could go with like a pissed off DJ as a sleeper. Okay. Like just trying to be like, last year wasn't me. All right, I have this. I'm lifting balls again. Shortstop, catcher, position. Shortstop, catcher, position, opening day, over, under, one and a half hits. That's the DraftKings bet that they don't have yet that I'm giving you. Over, under, one and a half hits, opening day against the Red Sox from the shortstop and catcher position. Yeah, that's take, the bet. That's the weight. That's you, you can go bet that at DraftKings Sportsbook. One and a half bases reached, shortstop and catcher position. Yeah, yeah. Take the over yeah, on I that. Bet, I bet that. Okay, we well can do it on DraftKings. Maybe, probably not, because I just okay. made up that bet in my head. But you can do a lot of other stuff. You can bet five dollars on any team in the tournament right now, March Madness, to win, and you get two hundred and free bets if they do. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21-plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Yesterday, Tyone and Nestor looked great. Easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Monty is pitching today. In about 15 minutes, he's going to take the bump. So I am excited uh, for that. Actually, it's really good that Monty is pitching, scheduled to start opening day, and already throwing in spring. He, he got, I, I know it's spring, and like people are working on things. Scheduled to start opening day. Scheduled to be on the roster opening day. Uh, not op- start the season is what I meant. Um, I know Herman's out now, but Tyone, if he's Running out the gate, like when they said he's going to make the roster opening day, I thought maybe there's still like an ease into it effect. But he got the ball yesterday and went two or three innings. I think two innings, one hit ball, was throwing it. Sevy, he got a start, got lit up. So we're monitoring that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not doing spring training at all. I, I feel like I took the cheese a couple spring trainings. Uh, except on Nestor. Uh, Nestor's my current MVP of the spring, giving up the home runs during Yankees yeah. uh, head-to-head batting oh, practice he got, to get the bats going, and then coming in the game and being like, I got That was, they were good. giving them. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't look at spring training stats at all, but just usage, I think, is always interesting of who's getting the reps and, and who's not. Because um, sometimes it'll just give you eyes on the pitchers that they're like, Waldachuk. He's sure. getting innings. Um, he showed out last year in Big high year A year. and then went to double A and did good. He's got uh, his middle name is Dieter, and we like that. And early on, he's been given the ball bunch. So I think uh, they might they might like him. Hayden Wesnecki. Could also be, Wesnecki. Could also be displaying them. Could also be displaying them, yeah. Could also be displaying them. Um, Holmes has gotten... Uh, he, Holmes was interesting, Jake, because he got in one game and he went 2.2 innings. Get those bullets out. Yeah, so they're just opening him up, extending him. He gave up four hits, gave up an earned run, and they and, and walked three. So they just, like, threw him out there. Yeah, I mean, it's spring training. They have a plan going into every game. Um, so that game, Clay Holmes is going to throw the ball that many times. Um yeah, I, I think going back to Tyone, that's that's a big one. There's you know there's a lot of fear he could you know we might not see a Jameson Tyone till May. Looks like he's gonna get he's got the chance to get 162 in with the Yanks. So that's that's huge. You know some of our rotation conversations we almost like left him out, um, and for how good he was at the end of last year, 
that's that's huge news for the Yankees. Uh, that Jamo's out there twirling it, and in our interview, he said he was ahead of schedule, but you know he wasn't like peacocking about it. He wasn't kind of in like I'm ready to go, but he was feeling good. The lockout ended. Apparently, the Yankees agreed, and he's uh he's rolling. So that's a uh, that's massive for the Yankees, which, uh, again, this rotation and bullpen currently has no additions. So it's a, it's a same crew from last year. Full year of Seve, full year of Domingo. Well, not Domingo. Full year of Seve, and that's it. That's the, that's the difference. And Nestor's the best ever now. Um, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, there's those bullpen ads midseason. Clay Holmes, Walney Parata, Joe Ellie. Um but, yeah, it's kind of funny. The Yankees bullpen right now, no guys from the Yankees farm system. It's kind of an interesting one. And then uh, their whole their starting rotation was either drafted by the Yankees or the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, uh, yeah, man, I guess I guess that's where, if we're, if we're going up at the end of this episode, let's go up. Try them. We know the Yankees were, were actually in on Verlander. That's what they said. It seemed like there was enough smoke seemed like there was, there was enough was fire. Doesn't make sense now. Seemed like there's if enough. If they don't smoke. get a starting pitcher, I, I might not believe it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, we've there's there's a lot of there's a lot of Yankees rumor mill out there right now. I know uh, our guy Shackle from from towing the slab. He was a little like he he thinks the lockout changed their offseason plans. You wonder how much that tied in. I always talk about Cashman's. Uh, whiteboard that he has with different plans behind it. Is this the final plan? Are we going to be hopping on the mics and talking some Murphy, Mania, and then we're full-blown drinking the Kool-Aid? I know that would get me there pretty much, to be completely honest with you. But uh, we'll see. Like that's, that's a big trade. There's so many teams that are still looking for pitching. So many teams that are still looking for pitching. That That's where it's hard for me to sink my teeth into that. But um, What do you think about uh, Wandy's inning did you see that at all he's uh he's gross a little little slide piece from my guy working that six in. pitches whoops one two three six pitches i mean does that even count fastball like change he got working oh for wandy light work yeah uh king and he DM'd Net- me he went under after and he threw a couple more he did yeah he dm'd you that no oh okay king and nestor both came out of the bullpen uh, which I think is just a timing thing more than any th- anything, but I'm interested to see if they get like yeah. starts the next time around because right now one of them is projected to be the starter. I think we're all guessing Nestor. Yeah, I mean Nestor. Nestor earned it. It's uh no, that's that's the Mike thing. The Mike King thing that we should be tracking is uh like he doesn't have a spring training start yet. King, no. So, yeah, and he he looked so nasty out of the bullpen last year. You wonder if they, we know the Yankees love pegging guys for roles. Um, we'll see. You you think that'd be a smart guy to have stretched out, but you would. Uh, they only got two and a half weeks. That's why it's going to get looking at the usage. It's going to be interesting because they're going to need, and that's why I think Clay Holmes is pitching two point two because they're going to need innings out of their relievers they're gonna need bolt guys as they slowly build up these pitchers because i was listening to the broadcast of one broadcast and they're like well relievers has it easy they only pitch one inning anyway so they're just gonna pitch one inning and the yankees are pitching their a lot some of their relievers more because they're gonna need you might see a lot of multiple innings out of some of the relievers to start as mm. they as they allow the starters to not eat it should be seeing a lot of that from around baseball except scherzer do you see what he did five innings yesterday Guy's a monster. Uh, hit leader for the Yankees so far? Izzy. IKF. Boone's calling him just Kiner. And then K asks, like, is that what you're calling him? Yeah. And Boone was like, we're figuring out. And I wanted to say, like, the Rangers just called him Izzy. That's cooler and, like, easier. You're all in on Izzy. Yes. Okay. If I don't love Izzy. I like Izzy. And that's what Hearn said everyone called him. He's like, why, why just call him Izzy? That's what everyone calls him. Me and Booney aren't into it. Maybe they don't even know it exists. They do love the the nicknames ending in Y, so we continue yeah. that trend. And he stole a base. How about this, Andres Chaparro? Mm. Two stolen bases. Mm. Chappy. I think Philip Evans is the new. Uh, he might be the new 
uh, Trey, Trey Ambergy. Or he was just around because they don't have a first baseman, but he uh, has the most at-bats right now, Phillip Evans. He's got some MLB time. Yeah. Uh, famous at-bat versus Evan Phillips. Mm. Right. Mm. Gallo's, Gallo's stats are hilarious, and uh, his interview was funny. Meredith asked him, how, to, how does he find consist? Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Oh, that's a good one. Let me find it. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Search, <laughs> searching for my own life. Yeah, something like that. Like, I don't know. That's tough sport, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying my best. He was very open in his interview. Do you have it here? I mean, we don't really. I can just do the audio. If that How do works. you gain more consistency at the plate in particular? It's a great question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying. It's only been 28 years, so let's uh, let's see if this is the year. But <laughs> how do you gain more consistency? It's pretty open the whole time. I uh, talked himself into uh, a carousel at one point because he was saying like the pressure's definitely different here in, in New York. Uh, a lot more eyes on you. A lot more people talking. And then Meredith goes, "Well, how do you deal with that?" And he goes, "Oh, I just don't think. I just yeah, I can't think about it." I'm like, "Sounds like you've been thinking about it." <laughs> so we'll see. He is oh for. Five with four strikeouts and two walks. Seeing it. So he's doing his that thing. That show. That show. Seeing it early in spring. He might not be a swinger. Like Stan's not a swinger. Vado's yeah. not a swinger early in spring. They just, just watch just watch the whole time. Talked about that a lot while we were Timing. at spring training this year. Yeah. Uh, Joey Gallo, man. That is a PPP we haven't recorded yet. And boy, is that going to be a fun one. Talk about your range of expectations. Yes. My goodness. Big news is that Ryan Lamar's back, and he still looks like a greaser. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the combs ever got sent to him, but, like, we should re-up the, that. Send him to spring. Yeah. Switchblade combs. Those got sent to the stadium somewhere. Yeah. I think other people ordered them to the stadium yes. that were listening. So, that's fine. Greasy Ryan Lamar. But, yeah, don't put any stock into spring training stats because a lot of guys, like a, a pitcher might go out there. Seve might have went out there and said, I'm just throwing fastball today. I didn't watch the Seve start. I think the Velo was up. But he'd be like, I'm just throwing right. the fastball no matter what happens. I don't care if I get lit up. Stan and Votto have talked about how they just try to foul the ball off, just try to see it as long as they can in the zone and then just foul it off at the very last second. And that's their whole plan the first couple games of spring. So the results they're chasing are not even... There are literally games that exist but do not matter. Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, I was laughing at Wandy because his, you know, he he goes hard, fastball changeup during the season, and I saw him cracking off some sliders, and I was like, "Yeah, spring training, babe, let's get it, let's figure out what's working this year, let's add let's add some tricks to the bag." Um, what else was I gonna say? Wandy was 48% changeup last year, his number one pitch. It's a great pitch. Great pitch. I was going to say something else about spring training, but I did not. I don't remember it. Something else about spring training. Uh, weather? No, drop, drop pop flies. Oh, the batting order. I saw some people reading into the batting order, mm. and um, Boone said in his interview... Like I, the guys that I want to get at bats are hitting in the top four spots. Don't he was like, don't read into yeah. it because they were asking him. So I'm just just a little like PSAs. If this is your first time deep diving into spring training baseball and you're trying to see more than what it is, like like their batting order today is funny. Rizzo's leading off. Glaber's batting second. It's an away game, so no one traveled. Uh, Ender. How you say it? In, Inciarte? Inciarte. Inciarte. Batting third. Andujar batting fourth. Mm. Florial fifth. Peraza, six. Lamar, seven. Brantley, eight. Peraza, nine. So, I am wa- wondering when the guys are going to start traveling. Like Judge and Stan and, and everyone. Because they don't have enough home games to just get home games this year. Yeah. And, so, it, and I think they have to send a certain number of MLB guys. I don't know how they yeah. designate where mm-hmm. that line is, but you have to send at least four, I think. I, I think we'll get a full squad 
Well, tomorrow we should get a full squad. Tomorrow we should get a lot. Night at, game two. Night game. Uh, at home. It should be a fun lineup tomorrow versus the Orioles yeah. on Wednesday. And, yeah. but, but then they go to Lakeland, which is the closest is stadium. Close. So I think they might send some some of the bigger guys to play the Tigers in Lakeland. They have the Phillies on Friday, which is also actually might be a little closer. Yeah, it might be closer. Yeah. Pretty close to Dunedin's close too, though. That's a, those are the three closest. Minutes. And then so that's yeah. how Rizzo ended up there. But and they got to start sending guys to away games. They don't have any games left. Yeah, they already made Gallo do the far trip because like the other three guys are Judge Stanton. Let's see. They finish finish with Tigers, Phillies, Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, I guess I uh, part of that XL was you know. We we know if it comes to opportunity to rest or get ready, Yankees lean on rest. Um, Dude, I think. Do you want to hear? It? But I think it's this next. Done. I think this next stretch. I think this next stretch is going to be like. I think we'll get f- four games or so with kind of real Yankee lineups. What's Donaldson's playing history? And then they'll start doing every other day. I would do this on PVPs too. When healthy, I mean, he's a player, right? 158, 158, 158, 155, 155, 135 last year. Hicks, one of the more Bernie Williams-esque guys, personality-wise, was on R2C2 saying today that their motto is fuck you this year. They're going to have a lot more fuck you in them. Huge. Honestly, if it's true... Huge. If it's true, huge. That if great. that shows out, at least they know to start thinking that. Otherwise, they might be saying that to each other in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they definitely need a little bit of that. So hopefully it comes to fruition. Donaldson, be the bad guy. I mean, Rizzo's stuck up for players before. He's he's ran out and like been leading the charge on like you don't throw at our guys with him and Gary. I mean Rizzo's one of the most respected guys in baseball. Yeah. That's where is Rizzo a first PPP? Second PPP? Second. Second. First like, position player. You know, Anthony Rizzo can be beloved. Josh Donaldson can be beloved. It comes back to that old Yankee and sports trick I come back to a lot. Like win. Win and we'll be great. But man, that AL East is tough. Everyone else got better. Did the Yankees? Maybe. <laughs> Get a little better. How about that? Do we have to talk about this? You can say no, okay. and I won't push it at all. Let's see. Because I don't mm. care. Sure. But like the comment section everywhere, the vaccination stuff, the can't play in New York stuff. Oh, no. Cool. No, I think we we can kick that down the kick that stone down the street a little more. Go listen until it becomes an actual issue. I don't think we need to touch it yet. Go listen Great. to something else. Great. Oh, Darren Ruff and the Giants in agreement. Huge two He's year good deal for them. He's really good for them. Nice. More of that on talking baseball tomorrow. When are we dropping the first PVP? I believe Friday the first PPP comes out, so Thursday's the episode of day every day till spring training. And they're a little PPP. different this year. We had to combine a bunch. Um, combine not more a ton. and double up. Just like the, the bullpen. Catchers and two bullpen apps. And we'll so probably, each reliever isn't getting their own app. And after the A's trade, we'll probably just do Murphy's live, live. on that episode. You're getting your hopes have, up so much. We have that? room for a couple flex days at the end to add guys if we need it. A lot of hopes up. I'm trying to buy into this as the squad and force myself to I, okay. I was positive. I was reading. My hopes, I like I I honestly I'm 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 and it, I'm preparing for no additions. It doesn't make any sense. They need additions, but it seems like they got like they're satisfied. Their quotes are insane. I understand shortstop. The catcher thing seems the catcher thing seems the most off. It's insane. As is, it wasn't a position of high level organization. But just depth. like the Voight thing, they have now played their hands so publicly that if they try to go get a catcher from another team, the price is going to be so big. If they traded Voight before getting Rizzo, before Olsen signed, before Freeman signed, if they tried to move him then, 
They would have gotten more than a high A pitcher in return. But everyone knew uh, you're trading him no matter what because you're not going to start him. So why would I give you something for him? Yeah. And that's the same place they are with catcher. Yeah. Like if they want Murphy, then you're you're overpaying for Murphy. And I don't know if they do that now because it's just public knowledge. Yeah. Well, you hope you hope it went down more so Cashman was talking to GMs and they said, you know, whether it's the A's or the Reds or other teams and they said, "Okay, you don't want Luke Voigt. You like a kid that throws 102 from the pods?" And they said, "Okay." Yeah. And then hopefully that's next. But yeah, I'm just tough to remember Yankee season where they kind of went they went into it with a couple in the guys in the lineup that are just kind of straight unknown, um, at least hitting wise. So, or, or seeing day one limit. Where's Romine at? Yeah. Where's Romine at? I mean, if you want intensity and guts mm. and that type of leadership, you bring Romine back and, and then he does what he does with the same offensive stats as everyone else. I guess that, uh, that can almost put things in perspective, right? If Austin Romine was on the team right now, he'd have a good chance to be the opening day He's catcher. on the Angels. Damn. On the Angels? They've got awesome. all the good guys. Are the Angels the new ex-Yankees? It used to be, what yeah. was the, the team last year? Oh, there was a team. Phillies. Phillies was yeah. the ex-Yankees. I think it's the Angels now. Angels got that going on. They got too. Wade. They got Thank Squid. You. They got Romine. Yeah. Greg Allen is on the Pirates, I believe, because I was watching that game. A couple guys. <laughs> Tom Ace with an Averex catching three-headed monster. <laughs> Easy now. Um, <laughs> Easy with that. Oh, they also have uh, Gustavo Campero, and he comes from the Yankees as well. Oh. Over there. Big Gustavo fan. And Jansen Junk. I knew there was another actual one. Mm-hmm. Boy, flipped him over there. Great name. All right. That's it. Matt we Duffy, are spring training guy. We're moving on and upwards and uh fiend positivity or forced positivity. I do like what I've seen from Kiner in three days, but you can't buy into it. We wanted a defensive faster shortstop. I was going to do one. Like, can you stall for two seconds for I me? I can stall for two seconds pretty easily. Um, we're going to be back here Thursday, and then PPPs are starting. We got a couple in the bank. We're about to bank off a huge chunk today. Uh, if you think you could like us playing Blitzball, you might want to check out last night's episode that came out and catch up on all of those. Those are really, really good. And yeah, that was, uh, I, I started saying it before. I did my Jakey, does anyone want to talk last night? It'd been a while, been busy, Jess away, lonely. Uh, and someone asked me, could the Yankees be good? And yeah, that's the beauty of baseball. The Yankees, this Yankees team could be good. I think that would factor in some trade deadline and some unseen stuff in a good way, but that's the beauty of baseball, right? So let's be good. Thank you for stalling. I'm not going to share what I was going to share because ah. it's it's very trolly and uh, all of that. I was just looking at the OPS pluses and numbers of Wade and, and Kiner Falefa <clears throat> sure. last two years. Mm. Games played wildly different. Right. OPS, OPS plus, similar. Tyler Wade mm. was really good at defense and pretty fast. Faster. Lasty. And maybe the same at defense. More versatile. I'm going to assume more versatile. Yeah. Wade's throwing from short was kind of come see, come saw. Come see, come saw. Yeah. Your fourth book. Buy it today. Posthumous. I don't say that. Yeah. You never finished it. Mm. Donaldson still hits. That's a thing. Third base OPS plus rankings. He's like fifth last year. Let's go. Let's go, JD. So hit hit more and, and everyone's happy. 
Should Root, we like talk to him? Rooting for you, Kiner. No. Did the Yankees lock him up? Yes. Yeah. Remember his first press conference? He was our hitting coach. We need to talk to Trev's hitting coach. We need to see the I need to see the second uh Donaldson press conference to see how it's a good testament to how much can the Yankees kill a guy's spirit. <laughs> We know they dull spirits already. Glaber is like part of this young, fun crew in baseball, and he's the only one that's a sad sack all the time. Uh, we know the Yankees' way just scares people out of having fun and being personalities. But JD is a huge test of how much can, like, because he's dug in. He is he's who he established. is. He's established. He got money in the bank. He's wild on Twitter. He is a personality and says whatever he wants. So as we go here, how much can the Yankees dull a guy? It'll be a very good, a good, a very good experiment to see. Because his opening press conference is a different human. It was Space Jam, zapped of personality. He hasn't, he hasn't had an actual tweet of like his own words since March twelfth. When did the tra- trade happen? Uh, I think it was after that, Josh Donaldson. It was like the thirteenth. See the actual date. Thousand trades. March 13th. <laughs> Go Yankees. Telegrams. <laughs> Go Yankees. A lot of MLBPA stuff before that, so maybe they also told him to chill out. Lockout times. 